Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Geekening Podcast, where I am your host, William, or Will, otherwise known as Iron Crow. But today, I have two special guests. Please introduce yourselves. Well, I guess I'll go first, but my name is Dingo. I'm from the YouTube channel Dingo Doodles, and I do a D&D animated series that I've been doing since 2018, based off of a campaign that I played with which was DM'd by Felix, who is here as well. That's hey. that's your cameo. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where you go in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really hamming it up there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hey, I'm I'm Felix. I'm the DM of said campaign. I am I'm the whole reason she's famous. It's all me and only me. Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. It's all up to her. Um, But yeah, I was the DM for the campaign. I also am currently still finishing up my writing on the Fool's Gold Into the Bellowing Wilds book. And uh, I uh, also run a distillery on the side, T-Rex Distillery. It's always got lots going on. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Most people don't. I'm not really super public about it, but I really should be. Yeah, He's a guy with many hats. He has a lot of jobs. I have a lot of hats. I technically (laughs) also run like an ice cream factory with my family. So there's there's a lot going on. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a lot. Um, But to before we get into the real nitty gritty questions, uh, how was Calgary Expo? Oh, uh, very exhausting. Very fun, but super exhausting. It was like four days of con and we had not been to a con for like you know since the pandemic so Mm -hmm. it was my first one coming back uh where i had a booth and it was really awesome to like meet people and be like oh right these are people that i'm like giving my work out to (laughs) because on youtube you see numbers a lot and you're like oh right they're human beings that really actually enjoy it so it was fun it was really cool um and uh, I did a little cosplay of Sips for myself, which was nice. Just like a nitty gritty, like whatever thrown together. But it was fun because I never cosplayed before. So Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I like made the the cursed arm and stuff. I didn't do a mm. stupid hair because it's too stupid. But um, <laughs> I did. I did the rest of his outfit. And it was fun because people actually recognized it when I was walking around. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I thought that was so cool because it was like, it was funny where like you'd be walking around and I'm just like, you know, uh, looking at stuff and then somebody come up to me and be like, oh my God, are you, are you cosplaying Sips? I'm like, yeah, like I'm Dinko. I'm like, Dinko. And then they just like flatline. I'm like, <laughs> what? And then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, you know, talk to them and then you would have photos together. It was really fun. It was really fun. No, that's nice. And, uh, Fun uh, little fact about the Geekening podcast. We have actually had Gothi as a guest before. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. We heard yes. great things. Yeah, she oh. told me she had lots of fun. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I waited and was like, yeah, I'm going to be confident. I-, I could get over, you know, because, um, spoiler alert, I- I'm a fan of your work. And both mm-hmm. of your guys' work. Mm-hmm. Like, heck, I was one of the backers, and I believe I got the four claimer box set nice awesome nice. thank you yeah That's no problem awesome. thank you and this is a perfect time to plug into the bellowing wild it's almost like i had that planned uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh felix i have a very important question 
Mm-hmm. Why a dire Tarask? <laughs> because dire is another word for better. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, there's actually a good reason behind it. And which is that really, I just wanted to say the, the real 5e Tarask is kind of a pussy. I want to fix it. But, um, you know, I can't just name it Tarask again because people will be like, oh, which one? You know, that one or this one? Okay, well, that, you know, that doesn't work. And I was like, well, should I just give it like an entire new name? You know, should I just, you know, you could name it something crazy like, you know, the like, you know, Deathmaster Tarask or something like Giga that. Tarask. Giga Tarask and all that stuff. But like Dyer is a fairly well-known word in the D&D community. Yeah, and everybody knows, you know, there's wolves, there's dire wolves, and people usually know the difference. So mm-hmm. that's why I chose to call it the dire Tarask. Mm. And yeah, the reason I made it is because the re- the OG 5e Tarask is just wee baby Tarask. Compared to the 3.5 one. Ah. Compared to all of the other ones. I mean, 3.5 too, but even the 3.5 one has some flaws that some other ones didn't have. Mm-hmm. So I just really looked at all the Tarasks and I was like, I'm going to take all the best bits from all the versions, rework them a little bit to make sure they really flow nicely in 5e, add some of my own spice, boom, there you go. What? Well, yeah, and it also like just makes it scarier because like I find that like the 5e one is fine, but it doesn't feel as scary of like, oh my god, as no. the 3.5 one did. And then of course the one you homebrewed to hell uh is now just like it's a god it's supposed to be a god in that there's just one tarask so it's supposed to be like the end of the world that's the whole point that's the point (laughs) they kind of treated it just like yeah here's a tarask uh here's a cr go fight it and it's like it just feels like a high level encounter Mm. but even then um our friend robert hartley um is actually i think he's like he was talking about how technically you can defeat the 5e Tarask at level one with the right setup. What? Yes. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. Uh, Acid Splash and being Eric Cochra. Something like that, yeah. And oh there's gosh. some other ones too involving like earth elementals and golems and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it's too easy. It should not have these flaws. And of course, the power gamer will always find the flaws. Like and that's fun. But these ones are too easy. <laughs> you can't just ah. come on. It's level one, man. You can't just kick the Tarasks' ass at level one. It's, it's, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree hearing the things because um, I never played uh, three point five. I was introduced to five E. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. But even with that, I can appreciate the older things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. And I mean, the each Tarask, like I said, of different versions had different strengths and weaknesses. And I, I, I really liked the stuff they did with it. And I think this Tarask just kind of like brings it all together um, along with some of my own input and just kind of makes a nice, well-rounded Tarask that, in my opinion, is deserving of, of its CR30 rating. Ah, okay. It's easy to make like this crazy, you know, like rah, like absolute ridiculous, undefeatable Tarask, but I actually try to say like, yeah, this is like a CR thirty encounter. Here, this is this is your challenge. You can actually fight this and maybe succeed. <laughs> but you better be pretty damn high. Oh, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> high level, she means, not high on. Yeah, on that's true. Sorry. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I mean, if it makes you play better. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. I remember like listening to because the first video I ever watched of your stuff bingo was in 2018 the very first video wow yeah I'm one of the OGs yeah you OG (laughs) dang that's awesome yeah and I've stayed through I've stayed with a fool's gold crew all the way through no matter how chaotic sips became but we love him (laughs) for it we love him for it (laughs) Which is surprising. I, I, it's funny. I really thought by this point in the story, people would start to hate him. So I'm pleasantly surprised that people are just like, no, more chaos. And I'm like, okay, all right. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, chaos is always going to be part of the brand. It's all over the book. Too. Yeah. You got to yeah. like chaos. That's how we play. Well, yeah. And I was just like, oh, you know, this would be a fun little adventure to run for my D&D group. And I seen recommended beginning level 10. And I was just like, what did Felix do to the billowing <laughs> wild? <laughs> yeah. Though I think we, we actually um we had to adjust a few that, things. Though. Well, mm-hmm. we, we wanted to make it more accessible because level 10, there is something to be said that if you're playing at a higher level, you need to have a little bit more DD skill because mm. You have a ton of abilities, and if you are not familiar with them at least a little bit, you're going to spend hours on your turns and such. Right. So we did actually add some extra content to let you start at lower levels. I don't know how low. Um, I don't know if it was like three or five. It may have even been like it's around there. I'm not quite sure actually what we ended up with right now. But um, it's going to be beginner friendly as well, but also very cool very friendly for people who are experienced and hate themselves and want the challenge <laughs> yeah because the point of the bell and wilds is that it wants to kill you so <laughs> yeah. i believe the way i explained it to gothy they were like no no that's accurate it's magical australia yeah definitely <laughs> that's a good that's a good comparison yeah <laughs> thank that you works. thank you <laughs> uh but Sorry, if I sorry about all these pauses. I'm thinking. No, it's okay. I, I'm just like still processing that I'm actually talking to you guys because <laughs> I did not expect that response so quickly. Like, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, always happy to chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. excited because I'm I'm almost finished now with the ride. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be exciting to just have have some more time to dedicate to like you know the next project like you know podcast next episode and all that stuff so yeah it feels good and everything that's been written um i'm really damn proud of that's good so 11 out of 10 and um this is just another bit of a fun fact but Another reason I think I fell in love with all the characters of um, the Fool's Gold campaign, even the NPCs, this one NPC I will always love with all my heart, and it's not (laughs) Sneeze. Sneeze is good, (laughs) don't get me wrong, but I love me some Ohio Jack. Ah! (laughs) Mainly because I live in Ohio. <laughs> nice. 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 Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna become like Ohio's like folk hero. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, we're here. Um uh 
thing of maybe you want to share just how long it took you to get the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is it is (laughs) embarrassingly long. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) for anybody who doesn't who hasn't clued in on how a jack is a playoff of Indiana Jones. So because Indiana, Ohio, and then we also have Tex, who's Texas, yeah. Colonius, and all that stuff. I didn't pick up on that joke until, ooh, I don't know, two years into YouTube? <laughs> oh. <laughs> until somebody pointed it out in the comments that I was like, wait. It's like a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was like a couple years ago. And we finished the campaign in 2018. So I was just like, I like slowly turned it and was like, no, that's not. Because <laughs> like, I don't know, it just didn't register in my mind. But also we kept calling Jack, like Ohio Jack, just Jack. So yeah. you kind of forget about his first name. But it was just like, God damn it. It <laughs> was a long was so con obvious. joke. Like, yeah. It was a long con and, joke. And but it's the also entire really group funny. didn't. But the entire no. group didn't get it either. No, 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 they did. They did. Did they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, it was you. It was you, honey. Okay. It was just me. <laughs> okay. I thought. I thought. Uh, Gothi's player, like Avery, also did pick up on it, but no. maybe she did. I don't remember. I don't remember. I thought they did. It's funnier <laughs> if it's just you. So I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is funnier. <laughs> and <laughs> very on brand. Yeah, very on brand. But if you want, personally, if you want to dig even deeper into the joke, if you know the location of all 50 states of the United States, Indiana is right next to Ohio. (laughs) So it's just like you moved over one. Oh my God, I didn't know that. That's that's even funnier. Yeah, it is. By accident. Yeah, Felix did that by accident. (laughs) It's a great accident. Yeah. No. Is Texas beside Ohio too? No, I'm no, kidding. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Nah, a little ways off. Yeah, just, just a little. Just a little. <laughs> just a couple thousand miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so there is a question I've always been wanting to ask you, Dingo. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with the idea for Sips? Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Felix gave us the setting, which was a jungle. Um, he was like, hey, I want to make a jungle uh, campaign. And we're like, all right. So, of course, my initial thought is what lives in a jungle. And when we made our characters, we all made them together. Uh, except Arena's character. Uh, because Carson was actually in Japan at the time when we made our characters. And so we all sat around and we had were like brainstorming ideas and then my idea was like oh i'm gonna make a monkey because i've never seen anybody play a monkey before and i also just like to play like weird stuff like I, i'm i'm t- kind of tired of playing the norm because i just i'd played D for so long yeah. I was just like ah i'm gonna try i'm gonna try an animal that is like an awakened monkey because why the fuck not yeah and the hand idea came from the uh i know we kind of all brainstormed this stuff together so it's kind of hard to tell who exactly came up with the idea i think it was julian's player well a julian no julian's player came up with the idea of the crocodile hand yeah um but uh i think it was avery like gothi's player who came up with the cutoff hand because we were talking about Mm. like monkey paws and stuff oh yeah 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 so she was just like well i don't really have like that because i was th- we were thinking of like what's his motive why is he like traveling and doing stuff 
And it was like, okay, so the monkey paw thing. So he lost his hand. And then we were just like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he like had a different hand there? And we were like throwing out ideas. We put out, we put out ideas of like chicken hand and like, um, <laughs> you know, like uh, like a cat hand and like like dog and and all these different animals until eventually we landed on crocodile because we were like, that's kind of cool. That would be cool if like the scales would like go up his arm and then um, uh, maybe it would grow, you know, through time. But uh, his actual, like, um, gameplay, uh, his character was actually based off of Zenyatta um, from Overwatch. So there's oh, a yeah. character there. Yeah, so there's a character named uh, Zenyatta there who has, like, the evil orb and the healing orb. And that was what I was going for for him was he actually, I haven't mentioned it in the series because I cut it completely. Because it made okay. no sense. And we, like, like, when I went back on it, I, like... I thought about it and I was like, no, I'm not going to talk about it because it made no sense. He never used it. And it just like, we scrapped it in the end was that his left hand actually healed. He could actually oh, heal people. Cool. But the problem, the way I nerfed it, because technically that would be super broken if he could just mm, like, you know, true. slap somebody and heal is that he's, you know, an asshole. So he never heals anybody. <laughs> and then also on top of it, he can't heal himself with his hand. So we ah. just kind of nerfed it that way of just being like, okay, he can only heal other people with his hand. Yeah, and I don't then, think it ever really came up after that. I think you forgot. I forgot about it. I think at most I healed maybe two people. I healed Sneeze a lot. I think that was the big thing. I was like, uh, in the early days, but later yeah, it's like you completely forgot about it. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. And I even remember us being like, do we know where that came from? And you're like, eh, no. <laughs> but we yeah. don't know where that came from. So we just kind of like cut it. And I completely cut it from the series because it made no sense. And it would just kind of like diverge from the actual story. So anyway, I created him based off Zenyatta, which is so funny because originally I wanted him to be calm and collected and like the guy in the back with the voice of reason. And I tried that for about 30 minutes <laughs> when I played him. It was about 30 minutes until I was really just like, fuck this. I'm so pissed <laughs> like at whatever we were doing because we were like uh, uh, trying to get out of a pit <laughs> or whatever. And we were all squabbling with each other. And then Sips was like, fuck this. And then it just got really mad. And um, uh, yeah, so it, it didn't work out. His character yeah. didn't work out. Let this be way. a lesson of character development. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that you like, can try well the thing is is that at the time uh i was quite quite an angry person oh. uh and uh, i was going through a lot and i think it just kind of bled into sips so i couldn't be that calm cool and collected i wanted to be so uh that's why his character is the way it was <laughs> uh, and uh, i totally get that with uh character getting some of your personality traits jammed mm -hmm. in there on accident because yeah. uh, would you guys mind if I talked about my Daisesh character for a bit? No, go for it. Cool. Um, so this is in the world of the mythic Odyssey of Theros, a very Greek mythology based setting in hmm. the Magic the Gathering world. Cool. Right. And Tauros is the Minotaur cleric. Just this brick wall of a person <laughs> who... You would believe like, oh, he's angry. He's a savage. He likes to fight. N no, no. He, he likes to heal people. And, like one of his favorite hobbies is working in his family's garden. Aw. 
and he's uh, from Melitus, which is like their answer to Athens. Mm. Okay. And cool. special thing about him, he has an intelligence of five. Nice. Dumb okay. boy, but, <laughs> his in, but his wisdom is high. Hmm. And the wisdom is connected to medicine. So this man passed medical school with an intelligence of five, much to his family's shock and his teacher's shock, and to yeah. his own shock. <laughs> but for a while, one thing that Tauros had when adventuring was that he was, one thing about him, he had very low self-esteem. Mm. Because for some reason, which actually it was low dice rolls, but <laughs> In canon, yeah. we said it was because one of his glasses lenses was cracked and he could barely see out of it. Mm. He just like kept missing and he didn't feel like he was contributing to the group at all. Aww. And it doesn't help that um, the first location he really went to by himself was Akros, which is Theros's answer to Sparta. Oh. And they have a big rivalry with the savage minotaurs of Phoboros. So they just look out, see a minotaur at the city gates. And everyone's just like, guards? Help! Uh. And he's, Tauros, oblivious to all of this. And he's just like, just just let me in. I'm a doctor. No, but I'm a doctor. (laughs) I am here to help. I am here to heal. So one thing that he's definitely had to deal with is understanding that some people may, may it be their own biases or what they perceive Minotaur to be, they see him as a monster, like a full on mm-hmm. Frankenstein's monster, like totally misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And for a while, yeah, I, I wasn't really seen as a monster but i did have that low self-esteem like growing yeah. up mm-hmm. but eventually you know i quote unquote did find my tribe which is the Dicesh people <laughs> and all oh, the people of Dicesh, the they are fans of your work too guys they're excited yeah. for the bellowing wilds yeah <laughs> um yeah that stuff does yeah. bleed into your character it's, whatever you're dealing with at the time and it's interesting where the character itself can actually help you get through it yeah and it definitely has because currently where the campaign is we are about two years into this podcast mm. um we are over 50 episodes so Dang, if you nice. decide to listen to episode one you're in for a long haul please listen to the latest because we like recap at the beginning of every session nice um, but now, like, Tauros is, like, the group's advisor. He does say some philosophical things. Sometimes it's not of any help at all, because it's just mindless <laughs> philosophy. But on, yeah. but on the chance that it actually does good, he does good. And, like, if there is an injury, they turn to Tauros, because they know he, they, he is the best doctor they've ever met, because life domain cleric, the healer's nice. healer. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. you. Yeah, That's I like really that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, I was like exploring like people's personalities yeah. by accident <laughs> in D and D. It's just like, oh, you have you have those those issues there. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah you but... can you can see it in the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah with many of them. Yeah. And uh, not to outdo Sips, Mm-mm. but uh, while Sips only has really one voice in his head, uh, Toros currently has three. Dang. That's pretty noisy. That's too it, many. <laughs> uh, it, it, it comes with the territory of what he does. Yeah. Again, being a cleric. And he's a cleric of the Pharaoh's god of affliction, disease, like anything bad, pestilence-wise, but also medicine. Mm-hmm. And Taurus was just like, oh, something, something, something. Medicine. Yeah, I'll follow them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be a healer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them in his head is uh, Farika, who talks to him because he is her champion. Hmm. Uh, other one is Afara, which is the Polises, which is like the god of the Poli, or Polises. Never learned the plural of it. And the other one is, if you do listen to the podcast, I don't think we've gotten to that point yet, so I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'll, totally fine <laughs> I, I, I would just say this two good one really bad <laughs> <laughs> that's the fun yeah I, I will say this if um if Toros did listen to that one he would join Sips in the full genocide run let's go <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> but Toros he doesn't want to harm a fly and like he had a mental breakdown the first time he had to kill someone even though it wasn't defense because he's a doctor he doesn't do this first do no harm and he harmed yeah i love Uh, pacifist characters so it's a fun challenge yeah pacifist ones are fun toro Thomas is kind of, of a mixed pacifist. Like, if you threaten his friends or his life, yeah, he'll fight you, but he won't go at you guns blazing when he first meets you. He, he wants to do things diplomatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you push buttons, he'll just be like, okay, look. <laughs> There's a reason <laughs> I have a strength score of 18. Don't find out why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Thank you yeah. for telling us. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, uh, so, since I did bring them up, um, Felix, um, it, without going into spoilers, obviously, what can... Good, good. Uh, what can you tell us about Zanu? Uh If you watch the videos, you'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are videos, we going off of the videos? Yeah, are we going off of the vi- like can you talk about what's up to now or um the- Well, I'm not going to spoil anything regardless. Yeah, I guess I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, really sense. if you watch the episodes that's all I'm really going to reveal about. Him. Okay. He's that, an artificial that's... god made by four claimers and he's he's really <laughs> mad and um, <laughs> he's mad. He's kind of relatable, you know, you can be in those shoes and you'd be mad too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And he he uh, wants he wants some payback. Yeah. So, uh, since I see the timer says we only have ten minutes left, I am sorry we have to cut this short. It's okay. Because I because right. I forgot with multiple guests 
minutes. Uh, yeah, Zoom puts a time limit on it. Oh, oh I see. Um, so, just uh, wait. So, can people still get the Billowing Wild stuff now, even though the Kickstarter is over? Yes. Um, I believe currently it's on the Backer Kit website, which is foolsgold5e.com. Yes, exactly. The foolsgold5e.com link will take you to a page where you can still pre-order stuff. Um, obviously, like you know, some of the like really screaming deals from the Kickstarter, they are not available anymore or are just available in a different capacity. But uh, every piece, I think. I'm not sure if the Kickstarter exclusives, like for example, the Tarask bin are still available right. on there, but like everything else is there, definitely. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And yeah. um, I can tell you from experience, people um, do get the Billowing Wilds book. This thing is going to be amazing. I can <laughs> already tell. I will say it is the first thing I ever backed on Kickstarter. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. That's saying something. Yeah, if that's not saying anything to you guys, well, you might have to get your ears checked. <laughs> but uh, I am excited. Anytime I do see a monthly update, I smile. <laughs> like, ooh, Yay. what are they going to tell us? <laughs> um, the yeah. character, no, the monsters I've seen, I can't wait for. Uh, Gothi has just told me, do not underestimate the jungle sheep. Which oh, is yeah. ominous, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get you. They're kind of I'm, a, how would you say, um, they're kind of a newbie trap. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, it, it sends a clear message of like where you're at and what you can expect in this place. Right. Yeah, that's true. It's a warning. Yeah. It's like we're not gonna just kill you. But almost. It's so funny that that became like a meme in our community because it's like it <laughs> I didn't mean it to be. I just <laughs> just mentioned it, and then everybody's like, "What happened?" Well, like, of course, I... because you mentioned it, they're like, yeah. "Tell me about the damn I, sheep." I know it's just funny because it's like I don't have it. Everybody's like, "You have to tell." It's like I do want to talk about it, but I'm not gonna bring it up in the middle of this goddamn arc of genocide like i'm not gonna talk about the sheep i'm gonna talk about the sheep yeah. i know i will eventually it's just you know, it, i gotta let things simmer down yeah. i gotta actually do the story so i just had the realization that you know if you think about it in like in, in the grand world right uh, the jungle sheep has to be among like i don't know like top five top ten of the most popular sheep in existence <laughs> Technically speaking, <laughs> the jungle sheep. Yeah, the old famous. Yeah, the old famous jungle sheep. Get you every time. Those little <laughs> shinny biters. Little monsters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the the alpha jungle sheep are even worse. I, I, alpha, I, I forgot about the alpha jungle sheep. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing now, but I feel like I won't be laughing when I see the stat block. I'll just be like, <laughs> you're laughing if you're in the DM seat. You're not laughing. You're crying if you're in the player seat. <laughs> right. And, well, I am planning on DMing it. So I guess I nice. can be uh, laughing at this. Yeah. Yeah. And, you can put on the, uh, the evil laughter soundtrack for that. Yeah. Uh, fun fact for the evil laughter soundtrack there is um i don't know if it's still his theme song but there was a wrestler in aew whose theme song was called tpk <laughs> and like That's his great. and his whole gimmick was that he was a D fan a D nerd 
Oh. And I believe in extreme rules match, instead of thumb, he, instead of laying down like thumbtacks, he laid down dice and he slammed his opponent <laughs> on them. And I can't confirm, yes, there were some D4s. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. But I got I believe, some. Uh, sorry, you go ahead. Um, but yeah, I believe on YouTube, you could still find it. Just look up like uh, TPK Thief. Mm. amazing it's great honestly like it starts off with a dragon's roar <laughs> amazing nice. it is. but as you're gonna say felix i was just speaking of d4s i got a um a care package from hitpoint press the other day just looking at some of the um, mini prototypes like making sure they hold up in person not just on the <laughs> renders and they do they look awesome but i was looking at them and it's like damn these are all so spiky they're probably worse than D4s if you step on one of these. Do not step on them. Yeah. They're all oh so God. spiky. Even Vicky's yeah. got spiky hair. Oh, like. God. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, being guests. Of course. I mean, thank you uh, for inviting us. We were hey, really no delighted to receive the invitation. Yeah, that was really nice of you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, One thing I like to do is have the special guests say some parting words to the dear listeners. So do you have any parting words? Hmm. Parting words. Um, I mean, I guess my parting words would be if you haven't played D&D, give it a try. It can be lots of fun. And uh, you never know what you'll learn about yourself <laughs> when you play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. And how... Um, how just a little game with your friends suddenly turns into oh oh i didn't know i have this issue <laughs> i yeah. didn't know this was a problem yeah. okay well now i know and and now i can self-reflect and work on myself which is good yeah, yeah. very healthy dnd is always a little bit of therapy and don't be afraid to to find things out and experiment because that's what it's all about yeah yeah um, again, thank you guys for coming on to the Geekening Podcast. It was great having you. And for you, dear listeners, I've been Will. Have a good day, good afternoon, good evening, and a good night.